listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Oh my goodness. I have so much awesome stuff to share with you today. And I am really fired up about the tips and tricks and insights that I have for you today, all having to do with the practice of EFT, emotional freedom technique, tapping, whatever you like to call it. So I'm not going to go into anything about what tapping is. There's other episodes for that. So if you're not familiar, or this is the first episode that you're listening to, then you're probably going to want to familiarize yourself, but also This is a great place to start your journey because you'll be able to get so much more mileage out of the work that you do with EFT. All right. It's it's been a really good week over here. Lots of client sessions that have been full of eye-opening insights for me as a practitioner. And, you know, when, when we make leaps and strides as practitioners, we get to help more people in new and better and deeper ways. So I'm always looking for those light bulb moments or what worked or what didn't work and seeing where people get stuck or where they make their breakthroughs and so on and so forth. When I first decided that I was going to learn EFT, become a master practitioner, make this my jam, my thing, my business, all the things, there was a driving reason behind it. Once I learned enough about EFT to make the decision to enroll in training and everything else, I realized that all those years that I spent, you know, working on my businesses, doing entrepreneurial things, all the hard stuff, all the striving, all of that, and having guilt about spending too much time on it or how my life was prioritized or so many other things, you know, all the struggles. If you're listening to this, if you're an entrepreneur, you get it. We have different struggles and it's hard. And it's, it's, that's not even going to change with any particular therapy. There's always going to be this cycle of, you know, things that we come up against that we need to be able to resolve. So when I was living in that pain, I made a decision that if my life and my lifestyle were going to be one of moving forward as an entrepreneur, I was going to need to have a coping mechanism or technique that would allow me to do it with ease and flow. And that would also be part of my business so that I could help other people do it with ease and flow whether or not they had any interest in being EFT practitioners or not. So EFT was the perfect modality because whether I was working on myself with it, which is mainly what I did when I was first learning, you know, try it here, try it there, see what works for you before you try it on other people or helping other people with it. I was feeling better. And 
that's exactly what I was looking for. I was tired of being stressed. I was tired of being overwhelmed. I was tired of being a slave to my to-do list. I was tired of feeling like I was coming up short as a wife or a parent or in my business or wherever else in my life, you know, as a, as a daughter or a sister or whatever, you know, feeling like I wasn't fulfilling the roles that were important to me in the ways that I wanted to fulfill them. And one of the best lessons that I can impart not not a lesson. I mean, gosh, I mean, I can, I can tell everybody right now you deserve, you know, whatever it is that, that you want in life, but that's the whole mindset knowledge place of looking at things. I can tell you that until you're blue in the face, but what I aim to impart to people through the work that we do together is the true, deep, genuine feeling of deserving and being worth it and having that confidence, that inner peace, that energetic alignment to move forward with whatever your heart's desire or goals are. Okay. So with EFT, there's this really cool phenomenon that happens and it doesn't happen in any other kind of therapy. And for, I mean, we really don't know why it happens, but when we work on something with somebody, we also get these borrowed benefits and they also happen within ourself. I'm going to give you some examples because I know this is kind of a weird thing to be following along with. If you're like borrowed benefits, what, huh? Therapy, I don't get it. So I had a couple interesting examples over the last week with clients that I worked with, with this borrowed benefit phenomenon, which essentially is that, and and we didn't discover this until early, you know, the early part of the 21st century. And it's the discovery that by simply watching someone else do EFT or tapping along with them, that your own emotional intensity about something, even something completely unrelated can, can decrease and you can experience your own resolution while somebody else works on something else completely different. You can also experience resolution of issues unrelated to what you're tapping on as you're tapping on other things, which is what I mean when I say you can kind of borrow them from yourself. And it was one of those things that you know EFT practitioners started to notice. And I know when I talk to a lot of people who are in, in life coaching or traditional talk therapy, psychologists, psychiatrists, and even other kinds of therapeutic work or energy work, a lot of times at the end of a day of working with clients, or even just at the end of a single session in a day, they feel drained. Now, part of that is a lack of energetic boundaries. We can really take on a lot of things from people that we work with. And part of it is just that those modalities of therapy don't have the same borrowed benefits. But EFT practitioners started to report feeling absolutely like energized and feeling really good and feeling better about things that maybe they were struggling with after working with their clients. And 
you know, it was just kind of seemed just weird at first and hard to believe, honestly, because it just, it doesn't line up with the way that any other forms of therapy work. And it also, it also kind of feels like cheating. I would often say to my clients, you know, I, as I work with you and guide you through your own challenges, things completely unrelated in me are, are breaking through, are resolving. And I'm not even having to put any specific attention on that. It's not like I'm taking away from a client session to improve myself. There's, it's just something that happens and it's awesome. And it's part of the reason why I love the idea of group EFT tapping, tapping circles, tapping groups, things like that, but also why I don't, because EFT is a practice that really favors you being specific. So my feeling at least is that when somebody first begins doing EFT, doing it for themselves in the specific way is the best way to impart the power of the practice and the empowering nature of the practice to the person that's learning about it. That's to say that if someone's first experience and many people's first experience is in group tapping. I know that mine was, I was in a workshop and there was a whole group of us tapping pretty much on general anxiety, things like that. And I noticed a shift in that group setting, but I noticed such a bigger shift when I worked specifically on my exact feelings of anxiety or my exact physical symptoms or fears or whatever else. And most people, when they start a new practice like EFT are a little skeptical. And so my approach there is to, to go in and find those wins as specifically and quickly as possible to boost the confidence there. Whereas if you come in in a group or a tapping circle kind of situation, you might be like, yeah, I feel good about that, but you might not be pinpointing your breakthroughs as well. You might not be moving on to the next best thing to tap on as easily. You might not really be clearing things down to the root and finding your exact blockages that are causing you the most painful experiences in your life. Whereas working specifically, working with a practitioner or doing self-work that is specifically targeted towards those things is more effective. It's more results-oriented. You get a more, you get more impact from it. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But so in the last week, as I met with different clients, I noticed three times a really cool incidence of borrowed benefits within my clients. Now for me, and this is just a tip. When I go into a client session, I'm there for them. I'm there to serve them. So if I have anything that is weighing on me at that time, I write it down. Okay. I do that with a lot of things, whether it's like a, a task, something I need to do. I'm always about like, just write it down and get it out of my head so that my head can be free to be creative, to, you know, do whatever my head needs to do without being weighed down by stuff I can't do in that moment anyway. So let's just say I'm heading into a client session, but I'm having a lot of like parental overwhelm about the rest of the day or about something that happened with my kids earlier or about just something happening in my household. I'm going to write that down and I'm going to write that down in a, in a specific way. 
Like I'm feeling really overwhelmed about the three different activities that I need to get my kids to after this client session. And I don't feel like I can do it, whatever it is. Or, you know, I'm I'm feeling really upset about an argument that I had with my husband this morning and, you know, anxious about talking about it later or whatever it might be. Who knows? Who knows what's happening? But I'm going to write that down. Okay. So now that's out of my head and I am focused on my client. But in writing that down, I am pre programming my subconscious to work on that for me while I'm helping my client work on their specific issues. Okay. And it's amazing how it works. So I am getting a benefit as I'm helping someone else with their challenges. And then in the cases of these clients in the last week, they're also getting benefits other than what they came to me to work on. So at the beginning of a session, I will spend some time just catching up with my client. If it's been a week, two weeks, a month, whatever, since we've talked to each other last, I want to know what's been happening in their life and you know, make sure there's nothing that I need to be considering as we work on whatever it is that they came to work with me on, on that particular day. So we'll take a minute and we'll catch up. And one client at the beginning of our session this past week mentioned that she was feeling a little, a little covid She goes like, I got these symptoms and I've you know, I got a cough and my respiratory system's acting up. And I just feel really, really cruddy. And another client mentioned that she had injured her ankle and that she was having a lot of pain in her ankle. And, you know, she was taking some ibuprofen or what have you. And, you know, she had been to a doctor and the doctor said it was okay. I guess it was, it was sprained, but she was still having a lot of pain there. And then the third client just had a, had a headache and said it was, it was pretty intense. So with each of them, I asked them, I said, you know, I know you didn't come here to, to work on your ankle, to work on your headache, to work on these physical symptoms that you're having that are making you feel cruddy. We're here to work on other things. You know, they were, we were working on, uh, one of us was working on like relationship type stuff. Another one was working on some goal trauma and some career change type, type things. And, and the, emotional obstacles of leveling up with that. And then um, the third client was doing like chakra-based energy clearing with EFT and visualization so that we could really get to the root issues of some underlying things and she could move forward with the goal that she had. So totally unrelated work to those other things that were going on, but they've been working with me for a while. So they understand the possibility of borrowed benefits. And as with anything that I work on, I ask them to put a, put a number to it. So, you know, zero being feeling great, not having, you know, pain or anything and 10 being like feeling the worst. So each of them gave, you know, various ratings on their, their pain that they were experiencing. I said, let's just, let's just write that down. And I said, you know, at the end of session, we'll just revisit this and just, you know, who knows? And so we shifted gears and we went through the work that they had showed up to do in the first place. And so after a session's done, as we're winding down in the last, you know, five to seven minutes, I like to help a client integrate what we have done that day so that they don't feel overwhelmed by it. So they don't feel like, you know, who, gosh, I don't know if, you know, I can, I can do all of this stuff that we talked about or whatever else and have them really realize that 
their subconscious is handling it. It's taken in everything that we did during that session and they just need to be open to allowing the work to settle in and do its thing. And so we integrate a bit and sometimes, you know, that also includes some different eye movements and things that get the left and the right side of the brain doing their thing together. And we take some deep breaths, we do a little stretching and then we wrap things up. So at that point, I'm asking them how they feel about the things that we worked on, which also had, you know, zero to 10 ratings. And I revisit those, those physical things. I'm like, Hey, just, you know, by chance, how does, how does that ankle feel now that we're wrapping up this session? And, you know, the client kind of looks down at it and moves it around. And is like, Oh my goodness. Like it feels so much better. She's like, you know, it still hurts, but she's like, I'm actually able to like rotate it in a circle right now sitting here. And it doesn't have that same sharp pain that it did before we started. Like, this is insane. And like it's borrowed benefits. Like you helped release that energetic blockage in your body by doing this work on, you know, your goal trauma. And I, it was, it was the same with the other two, the one that was feeling, you know, cruddy with all the physical cold type symptoms went from like feeling like a seven and a half at the beginning to feeling like a two or a three at the end. And then there was the client who had a headache. Her headache was gone, like no more headache. So she went from, I think she had like an eight. Her headache was really bothering her at the beginning. And she was a zero at the end, like what headache? So it's powerful stuff. And just the fact that this is a practice that is lowering your cortisol in your body means that, you know, when, when cortisol is high, then our, our feel good hormones, our love hormones, all those things, they can't be high. It's kind of like a seesaw. So if our oxytocin and all those feel good things are high, our cortisol has to be low and vice versa. If our cortisol is high and we're stressed out, then all those feel good hormones are not pulsing through us the way that we want them to be. So this practice lowers those hormones that we don't want and heightens the other ones. And that automatically puts us in a place of less resistance to all the things that normally we're kind of fighting against. And it's just, it's such a good place to be. It is such a good place to be. And at the end of those sessions, you know what? I felt so much better about the things that I had written down beforehand that were bothering me. And so it's a win-win for everybody. So if you're doing group work, if you're doing tapping circles, if maybe you show up and you know the tapping circle theme is something that you don't even feel like you need to work on, tap along anyway, but write down your intention, write down the thing that's causing you pain in that moment and that you would prefer to be working on and put your intention there, but tap along with the group. And I think you'll notice that there's improvement being made even without the theme, the subject, whatever of the tapping round or session that you're doing being exactly what you would prefer to be working on. And how cool is that? I mean, to be, especially when you think about being able to work on things that you really don't want to work on, where you're like, Oh, I don't want to face this thing, but it is bothering me. So at least I'm going to bring it top of mind. I'm conscious of this thing and I'm going to allow the possibility that this can be worked out while I'm working on something else. 
It's amazing. I mean, I, I could be working on a client with like the most bizarre, totally unrelated thing. Like they're, I don't know, like fear of applesauce or something weird. And I could be resolving fears and doubts that I have as a parent. It's really not something that I'm able to explain how or why it works, but it does. And there's tons of studies on it. And it's just one of the coolest things about this practice that it just, it's like the rising tide raises all ships kind of thing. Just working on one thing makes everything better for everybody. And it's not even an exaggeration. So if you're new to the practice, or if you've been doing it forever, hopefully some of these tips will help you to really dial in on ways that you can get more out of doing it as a client, as a student of EFT, as a fellow practitioner, whatever the case may be, use those borrowed benefits, realize them and be conscious of them. See, cause this is, this is where it starts. When you first begin doing EFT, your consciousness is going to go up. You're going to be a little bit more understanding and picking up on what's going on in you and kind of what you're feeling as you feel it. Awesome. And then if you're, if you're working in the way that I like to work, you're going to be boosting your, your intuition, your clarity, your ability to really kind of know a knowing inside of you. And that really helps you to understand what direction you need to go in with your EFT work, with your life, all sorts of things. So increased um, consciousness and then increased intuition. And then all of a sudden you find yourself seeing all the ways that things are beginning to change for you. Ways that you wouldn't have even noticed if they were changing before you started doing this practice and getting clearer and more in tune with yourself. And that's a feeling that has to be experienced. Like it's such a like 20,000 foot view of, of everything. And just really just, you can see how everything kind of fits together and where your issues are and everything else. And it's awesome. I don't know if 20,000 foot view is the right thing. Cause things maybe aren't so clear at 20,000 feet. But I guess what I mean by saying that is that you get to see the whole picture. And unlike being that high up from what you're looking at, you are really clear on what you're seeing. And you do have a very concise picture of what's going on. And even an understanding of the ways that you are contributing to your pain or a way to see the path out. And that is just valuable, valuable, valuable stuff. So keep tapping my friends. And if I can help you at all on your journey, you know how to reach me, send me a message. Let me know what you're dealing with. And I will be happy to walk you through it or head on over to gamechangingconversation.com and set aside a little bit of time. We'll talk. I will spend one-on-one -on -one time with you going over your challenges and your issues free of charge and helping you understand how EFT and visualization and meditation and chakra work can come together 
for your greatest good in your life. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.